Welcome to the Pocono Raceway Podcast. It is your host, Kevin, along with Kevin and Chrissy. And welcome back, JJ. Hey. He, came, he came back. If you listened to last week's episode, you know, he came in at the end. First first podcast of the year. You know, we invited him to be a host from the start, but he obviously didn't get that memo. It's cool. He says PTO. We say, you know, where's your, where, 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 where do you lie? I lie in a tree stand. Well, that's just where I lie. <laughs> I, I think you're not supposed to lay down in the tree stand, but I, no, I don't know about right. anything about hunting. I um, have been known to take a good nap in a tree stand, though. That is. But welcome to the Wait, Way Podcast. No, the whole point of being in a tree stand <laughs> is to be like super eyes open looking, right? I mean, you're trying to. Hunt. Yeah, in oh, in theory, perfect. in theory, that's the point. But I spent 40 hours last week looking at trees. So you you tell me at at what point in that forty hours you wouldn't want to take a nap? Yeah, I just don't go up there. It's too cold for me. Man. <laughs> I listen uh, to another podcast and they talk about hunting a little bit, and I have learned that taking a nap is a strategic part apparently of hunting in some cases, right? So you're up there yeah. for a long time, mostly staring at nothing. When do you take that nap? And you gotta you gotta plan it right you don't want to take it you don't want to sleep when you get in there in the morning even though that's when you're the most tired and you don't want to sleep when it's starting to get dark because that's when they're most active you gotta eat lunch nap that's it eat lunch hunting lessons jj if you brought anything to this podcast series it's a little hunting lesson for our our fans back at home i'm 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 spoiled i'm spoiled though i have a nice little shack up in the i have a little bungalow up in the trees you bougie i'm bougie yeah bougie yeah i'm spoiled Either so it's spoiled or smart, whatever way you want to look at it. <laughs> well, so do, do we tell him what he missed this whole time, or do we just make him go back and listen? listen. He, he has, has to, to listen. Go back and listen to all of them once we push them out. But basically, he knows the premise, right? So the premise is we reached out to a bunch of NASCAR fan podcasters. Um, we've had some special guests for a couple shows here and there when we've done some outreach and had some really cool people come in, and, and we discussed those when you were on the last episode. Um, about who was on but these guys gas and go podcast started this year right before we started kevin said to me you know these guys have had some pretty terrific guests for their first year i mean nate ryan from nbc they said uh noah grayson gregson was on i mean there's there's tons adam, Quinn adam, Huff stern. Was on. adam stern i mean jordan bianchi i mean they've had some heavy hitter influencers so uh, i'm looking forward to talking to them i mean they they basically had success right out of the gate so Props to them, man. Yeah, how'd they do it? That's pretty impressive. They had That's one impressive. I mean, you'll you'll hear. I mean, they other people have had Mark Martin on for like hours. So yeah. uh, we're lucky to get drivers for ten or fifteen minutes. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> regardless of that, let's uh, bring in um, all these guys from the Gas and Go podcast. Um, there's quite a few of them. There are uh, five in all um, to bring in, and I think I was able to do that correctly to bring in all these guys and we have uh let's see here we got garrett uh dave ryan dylan and spotter con members just there's just a lot of you guys so which is awesome i awesome. could tell i could tell garrett and i are going to be friends based on our hat choice right off the bat <laughs> oh, man, there you go i just noticed that i like that one well gas to go podcast meet poking a raceway podcast it is a pleasure to have you guys join us um we'll go around here and you guys can introduce yourselves um, and then tell us a little bit about why you started a podcast and kind of uh, your whole plan behind it. So whoever wants to start, fire away. 
I'll start just because uh, I usually start the shows when we record. I'm Garrett, uh, host and crew chief is what I call myself. We go with the uh, pit crew titles here. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, from Virginia. Uh, we all went to Virginia Tech. So that's that's me. Big Dale Earnhardt fan. Uh, love NASCAR. Been to Pocono. So appreciate you guys having us. Cool. Very cool. Well, uh, the next one on my screen is, is Connor. So, Connor, you go ahead and then uh, tell us a bit about how you guys, you know, started this podcast. Sure. Uh, yeah, my name's Connor. Um, as Garrett said, I went to, we all went to Virginia Tech. I um, started watching NASCAR. I guess my first race was Pocono 2004. I went to it, um, but didn't really get into the sport until maybe 2006, 7, 8. Um, been off and on a fan over the past... I guess, 14 years or so. Um, we got into this podcast actually with Garrett sending everyone a text about we're doing a podcast. We have, you know, a friend. <laughs> you didn't group. have a choice. It was just kind of like <laughs> yeah. a podcast. Man. Exactly. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of brainstorming or research yeah. <laughs> or anything to start this podcast. It was literally sitting around on the couch and saying, hey, uh, let's start a podcast. Let's call it Gas and Go and let's talk about paint schemes. And everyone was like, okay. And then we just went from there. Yeah, I remember the text being like, hey, does everyone want to do a podcast? And like one or two people responded. And then it was like production meeting at nine tonight. And we we're like, okay, I guess we're doing it. So Ryan, I see that uh, you're the next one I have in my little circle here that I'm looking at on, on Zoom. So you've had some pretty decent guests on first year out of the bat. I mean, we as Pocono Raceway, you're right, we're in season four ourselves. Um, you guys just started this year. So how how has the success happened kind of overnight it seems like you're you're an overnight sensation i gotta jump in here with pretty (laughs) pretty decent is a little bit offensive to some of the guests we've had sir so i'll let ryan finish but we've had some great guests man it's a it's been a good run already i was gonna say the only thing more impressive than our current guest list is all the people who've said no so if you take all those no's we got we got one heck of a podcast already going but we just had noah gregson on he was awesome and uh, we just had Adam Stern this past week. So, yeah, Garrett's been uh, knocking on many doors that uh, we've been finding a lot of people. So that's awesome. Um, it says here that, uh, uh, you know, Dylan, you're a big Bubba Wallace fan. How long have you been a fan of the sport? Yeah, you know, I think I'm I'm the one in the group that is is probably the least familiar with the sport. So I'm here for the nonsense aspect. But I <laughs> I think, like, honestly, what, what happened a lot with it is during quarantine, all the eye racing and everything going on when like nothing else was going on and there was truly nothing else going on. So having this group to like, at least, you know, our text thread, being able to keep up with all the races and everything and talk about that started to get a lot more into it. And so I think, you know, I past years, like I've kept up with these guys talking about it, but like getting actually into it and kind of getting involved honestly through quarantine. So it's been cool though. <laughs> yeah, like Dylan said, I, I think uh, some of us, I know Garrett and Ryan have definitely been more uh, in tune to the sport over the past couple of years, but Dylan and myself, we, I mean, I probably didn't follow it closely for the past three or four years. Then, like you said, back in, in quarantine, we were all following iRacing. It was amazing to watch and we, we kind of jumped right back in, or at least myself, I jumped right back in and got, got hooked again. Awesome. And then, and then I'm guessing Dave, you have the name, uh, Christy, who I'm, who I'm assuming is, is your yeah, wife. That's my better half. I, uh, <laughs> just, I'd like to carry her accounts with me apparently. Oh, that's cool, man. No, I, I, listen, it happens to all of us all the time. I mean, I, 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 I've used 
my uh, my fiance's account before on Zoom before, and I I forget. So I'd um, love to tell you it was on purpose. <laughs> um, as much as I was joking around, uh, yes, you guys have had some great guests on. Uh, you know, tell us who is one of your favorite guests that you've had on the show so far. Personally, my favorite so far, um, I think it was Nate Ryan, just because for one, he's just such a wealth of knowledge, and two, for me, doing that interview with him, hearing how he interacted with Garrett, I just like. They give me a hard time for being kind of the doubter, right? Every week it's like, are we, are we going to come back next week? And sure enough, we do. Um, and as soon as I, I was on that interview with Nate, I just, I knew it was real, right? I knew we had a good product. Um, to me, that was a ton of fun and it was kind of an eye-opening moment for me. And I guess we'll, we'll shift it back around and, and I'll kick it over to any of the Pocono guys. If you guys have any questions for these, for these five gentlemen here, um, Christy, Christy, I'll, I'll kick it over to you first. What, uh, what questions do you have for this crew? who seems to definitely have a, have a great amateur podcast that is better than Pocono Raceway today. You know, I had one and I have to scroll through the show sheets because I lost it. Kristen, because... while, you're, uh, while, while you're searching, I'll, I'll, I'll say this about the guest, you know, it, it's tough to pick one because they're all sort of like our children. Like every guest <laughs> has brought something different and we love them all. Um, but if you, if you listen to the show, you'll notice a little bit of a theme around Virginia uh, like I mentioned, we're all Virginia Tech people. Uh, a lot of us from Virginia still live in Virginia. And so we try to we try to angle that a little bit when, when we are looking for guests, Quinn Half, uh, John Wood, Adam Stern. Uh, and then and then the reporting aspect, I think once we got Nate, uh, he really legitimized the show. And so Dave mentioned how how great he was and and every, all the other reporters sort of, I think, saw Nate was on and said, okay, maybe these guys are sort of know what they're doing. So that helped a lot. Next up with our Virginia connections is Denny Hamlin. He's not entirely aware of it yet. We haven't made that <laughs> official announcement. Will you guys break that news? We yeah. are expecting a Denny show here shortly. So you, you guys are all Virginia-based. How far are you from our sister track, South Boston? Uh, we're about three and a half hours, actually. Okay. <laughs> Funny enough, I was uh, on the road today. I drove by South Boston Speedway and, and stopped in there. But uh, yeah, we're about three and a half hours. We're, we're about an hour, 45 hour and a half from Richmond. So that's yeah, probably right. our, our main track on the, on the, you know, on the, on the big cup series. And then we have another short track by us called Dominion Raceway, which is about mm -hmm. an hour away. And you know, they're in the uh, advanced auto parts weekly series. Yep. So you guys are friends from Virginia Tech. And I know one of you had mentioned on here that you just really enjoy the camaraderie that you guys have as being friends. But with friendship also comes really embarrassing moments. So what would you say are embarrassing moments on the podcast? Even though you're new, I, we know they're there. So what are they? Well, I, I, think I don't think this a, an easy one. Sorry, Dave, to, to cut you off there. The, the thing that gets brought up and made fun of the most is anything technical based, because I think half the group knows how to use technology and half is learning as we go. <laughs> And there's, five there's always us, a so lot of jokes around mind. anything around that. <laughs> yeah, I would say I record. I have two young kids uh, who go to sleep generally before we record. I often record from my car, um, which to me makes me feel the most you know connected to NASCAR. I'm really the only one holding a steering wheel. Uh, <laughs> you know, to be the guy outside. You know, that's, that's a little it's a little embarrassing. I do have a house, just don't normally use it for this. There was a piece of me that that today I was telling. I'm, I'm a father of a newborn and. Uh, he is at a day today. Um, so I was very right now. I think he's asleep. I have no idea. Fiance, <laughs> like I'll stay upstairs, but he was howling before. And um, 
I was afraid I was going to have to do mine from the car as well. So I'm, I'm glad to know that this is an option and you guys have perfected it. So if I need any help, Dave, I'm going to hit you up, man. I, I'm going to learn Absolutely. how to do the car. Please reach out. Yeah, we call it the mobile recording studio. It's, it's great when he uh, when he's in there. He'll have the light off until he comes on camera and he'll click up the, you know, the <laughs> overhead light. And he puts a perfect spotlight on him. Production, he's gone it down. <laughs> and I guess for, for embarrassing moments, I, I, I will say most of our most embarrassing moments haven't actually made it on the podcast because we are trying to like present some level of professionalism. But the biggest one uh, was in our interview with Jordan Bianchi, we did not record for the first 25 minutes of the interview. <laughs> and then he I was had. giving like, he was giving these answers that were just like amazing. Like Dave and I were, were the only ones on there. And we were just looking at each other like, wow, this is like content gold. And Dave texted me halfway through, he said, are you recording? And I'm like, my heart just like sank. But, but Jordan Bianchi is also like the nicest human being alive. And afterwards I told him, I said, look, Jordan, we just didn't record the first half. He's like, no worries. Let's just do it again. So if you listen to the episode, I'm like racing through the questions. <laughs> he, had to, he had to go to a press conference. He's like, I got till noon. Let's get through it. So that was remember when Dylan said there's only two good people with tech or three good people with technology. Those three did not was on that call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, while we're talking about embarrassing stories, we'll break it a little more lighthearted. Uh, I don't know if you guys follow any of us on Twitter, but Ryan admitted on the podcast that his favorite Thanksgiving side dish is cranberry sauce. <laughs> like on purpose. That's what he chooses to eat. So, I mean. We're going to get into this again, Dave. <laughs> we give him as much hell as possible moments. and it's, it's much warranted as well. What do you guys think, uh, Pocono? What, what do we got? It's a I think, most I think Thanksgiving you literally, side. I, I said, ooh, and I, and, and at the same time, I don't know if I want to have a dog in this fight at all right now. I kind of want to just let it, let it, let it be the gas and go guys who deal this right. right now. But then I see JJ was ready to answer the question. I, no, listen, I, I, I respect a good cranberry sauce all day long. Absolutely. But I don't know if it's number one side material. Exactly. If, if you put a plate of turkey stuffing and mashed potatoes, it's not Thanksgiving until you add the cranberry sauce. So and we're not default, talking like fresh, nice cranberry sauce. It can only and, have the ridges. If there's no yeah, ridges, oh, it's, the can. Oh, the yeah, can. it's funny you said respect a nice cranberry sauce. <laughs> yeah. Do you slice your cranberry sauce? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I no, I, I didn't go with the sliced. So now that, that might have dropped it down just a little bit. I actually knew a girl in high school who would eat that stuff by the can. Like she would literally open oh, the can yeah. and eat it with a spoon. And it was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. You give a JJ flashback. You, you, got, you, you, got, you got her number for Ryan? I didn't realize you went to high school with Ryan's wife. <laughs> well, I had to meet her somewhere and we did meet at Pocono. No, I'm just kidding. We did not. We did not. You brought up Pocono, so we, we've heard a couple stories about it and you know, we're not trying to be egotistical, but this is the Pocono Raceway podcast. So Tell us about your time here, man. What do you guys enjoy? And, and, you know, what are other things that you're, you would love to see that Pocono should do for fans? I mean, that's, we're always open to criticism. So got my pen uh, ready. I'll go, I guess, cause I've been to the most races there. Uh, it's my favorite track with three turns by far. <laughs> uh, Nobody no, but... us. We got to sign Garrett <laughs> to a sales deal, man. <laughs> One of the best things about Pocono, and this is why I tell everyone when they ask what tracks have you been to, they're like, oh, Pocono, I've never been. What do you say? Or what do you think? It's the fastest you'll see uh, the NASCAR cars go by you down the straightaway. And it is exhilarating. It, it almost knocks you down. Uh, and so for me, you know, someone that just loves horsepower and speed, uh, that's what I love about it. Uh, I will say the first race I ever attended at Pocono, 
Uh, I was a, a big Dale Jr. fan at the time. Dale Sr. had passed. And Dale Jr. crashed on the first lap in the back stretch with Steve Park. So I did not even get to see him make a complete lap. <laughs> did you stick it out during the red flag or did you? Did you? Yeah, no, we stuck it out and we saw awesome Bill get that victory. Uh, but yeah, and, and, you know, it was awesome enough that we came, or at least I came back, uh, I think four or five more times. So I, I, I had a lot of fun poking him. Thanks for uh, paying our salaries. <laughs> I've only been to one race there, but I had a great time. And for me, mostly short, mostly short tracks I've been to in person. So for me, the coolest part of Pocono is when they hit turn three and start coming your way. And it's just like, it's just so loud. And it's, yeah. you don't know what's coming, but you know it's coming fast. And that was a whole, whole different level of experience from, from like, the, you know, kind of dull roar you get the entire time at Bristol to when they're just all coming your way. It's a whole nother world. Plus, I'll say I generally bring a cooler with some beers to a racetrack. I made no exception at Pocono. It's one of my favorite things about NASCAR. <laughs> so the first track I'd been to that had like liquor smoothie daiquiri machines. Yeah. It's like, hey, you got 10 bucks. We got like come to Margaritaville. I'm like, what in the world is this? You guys I'm need, here for you it. Guys need to, you guys need to camp for the doubleheader and stay in the infield and then go to the, go to the liquor bar next to our stage. That's what you need to do. That sounds like you are, a, you are a speaking show. my language. <laughs> so, hey, you guys mentioned, you know, I, I think, Gary, you mentioned a little bit ago, um, you know, getting a sense of legitimacy right off the bat here and like getting those guests like you, you really are trying to make a name for yourself. And I'm just scrolling through like your social feed right here on Twitter. And like your stuff is great. Like you guys are really engaging with the fans and stuff like that. So talk about a little bit how important not only put out good content on the podcast, but also complement that with social media and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, for us coming into this being, you know, nobody's, nobody knows who we are. Nobody knows. We, we have no standing in the sport where someone would naturally say, wow, Gas and Go podcast, I need to listen to that. So it is, it's a grassroots organic movement to get people to A, know our name, B, know what we're about, and then C, most importantly, listen. And, and so you do that by, you know, creating some resemblance of a relationship with people. And, and for us, that platform right now is primarily Twitter. Uh, and we've gotten to, look, I, I was on, you know, I was a, a lurker on Twitter and NASCAR Twitter before this, but you know, I'm fully ingrained now through the gas and go account. And it's, it's fun out there, man. It's wild to, to just talk with people that know so much about racing. There's so many talented, like graphic designers out there who are just putting out, you know, paint schemes, which we love to talk about. So you can talk about that. And it's really just something for us to, to just grow the brand. And it seems to have worked a little bit so far. Uh, we, we were just talking to Adam Stern and he said, you know, Bubba Wallace doubled his uh, Twitter followers this year from 250,000 to 500,000. I said, well, well, look, we got zero to 600 in eight weeks. So. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's just something fun for us to, to, again, to try to grow the show uh, and let people know that we're just like them. Um, and, and we're giving them a chance to reach out to people they might not even be able to, you know, never thought they'd be able to hear from with a regular conversation. We have one fan who's a huge Noah Gregson fan. And, uh, you know, she was just so jacked when she saw that we were, we were having Noah on. And it was just, it was nice to be able to get that, you know, sort of closeness to her through us to Noah. So, you know, that, that kind of stuff was a lot of fun. But I was, uh, I was pretty novice in Twitter uh, when this all started and, and Dylan is actually very good at Twitter. And so there was a lot of wrangling at the beginning about who was going to handle the account. And, and I just made let it. Let the non-motorsports guy handle it, man. I, yeah. 
listen, every year, I, except with the exception of Chrissy, I've hired, I hire summer interns that know nothing about the sport. And they put out some of the best kind con- Kevin will tell you, Kevin handles our daily social media stuff. They put out innovative stuff that you would never think of. So Dylan, I applaud it, man. There was a great choice to make you run Twitter account. That's what you're doing. And if you're oh, not, no, 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 he did not. <laughs> oh, he didn't. I appreciate all those oh, debates of whether or not we let Garrett run Listen, the account. Listen, don't encourage Garrett anymore. If <laughs> guys are praising him, there, there was much. a lot of trial and error at the start, and a lot of a lot of feedback that Garrett's taken well and grown with. But I agree that you need someone that knows the sport and that can be like authentic and real about it and consistent with it. And Garrett was the the, the best choice in, in that department for all of those adding up, but he's, he's learned and grown with, grown with it for sure. How do we get okay. our Twitter username, uh, Garrett? How, how do we get that one? <laughs> that was the first step oh, of all there this. You go. Tell this story. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a uh, uh, point in case of me not being uh, the biggest Twitter expert. I, I just thought Twitter gave you a name. So when I when I populated everything, it came up podcast gas. I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's it. And then these guys didn't even realize it until I announced it on like the second episode. They were like, wait, what's our handle? Podcast gas. They're that was, like, one, like of, it was one of my questions I had. I was like, how did they get podcast gas? <laughs> yeah. That's Jack. He, Jack like, assigned it to us. He was like, Twitter gave it to us. I was like, and? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah. And we did nothing so about it, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I created my Twitter account in like 2008 or something like that, 2010. And I was like, wait, Twitter now just gives you the account? You can't, and I was like so confused for a second. <laughs> it was like, but, yeah, they just give it to you. So the, the plan was to change it to something like more relatable or, or better sounding. But we ended up sponsoring the deck lid of Joey Gase's car at Martinsville with the Gas and Go logo. And on there, we included the Twitter handle. So I told these guys, I said, look, it's permanent now. It is is on a NASCAR car. That's what it is. (laughs) You got to own it. I like it. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't dislike it either. I think uh, I wish I wish we could have more fun with Pocono Raceway, but that's our handle. And that's what we stick with with our brand. (laughs) Um, I was trying to get you're talking about Virginia folks and um, I I was back and forth but I I unfortunately haven't heard back from was Marty Smith and you guys a couple of you said that he's a big influencer for you obviously Marty's a Virginia guy you know what's what's an influencer like Marty Smith mean to you guys obviously Marty's a fantastic storyteller I've known Marty for about 15 years since I've been in the sport but um, for those of you who thought that Marty was kind of one of your key influencers that you respect in the in the in the in the industry tell us why for me it's his authenticity he is what he says he is, he respects where he came from and the stories he tells are his, right? I mean, or, or whoever he's interviewing, but he's very true to himself, always has been. And I respect that a lot. It's, it's why I was a Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan. Um, still am to an extent, right? But in terms of when he was in a race car, it's because Dale Jr. was Dale Jr., man. It didn't matter who he was talking to. It didn't matter who was on the hood. Um, he was going to be himself. And I, I feel the same way about Marty. Yeah, Sorry, I think Garrett had some thoughts too. Well, Marty is is just I was going to say genuine. He's he's a great representative of what Southwest Virginia is, where Virginia Tech is located. Marty didn't go to Virginia Tech, but he grew up just over the hill in Giles County Uh, and and just the passion and genuineness he brings to his craft, uh, I think, resonates with with all fans. I mean, he's just he's just a pro. He knows how to tell a great story and he makes you feel what he feels in that. Well, I think one of the most uh, prominent moments of his career was Dale Jr.'s last race 
when you could see him interviewing Dale Jr. after he got out of the car, Dale Jr. was just giving him a hug. And Marty was just like, you know, I'm proud of you. Like that, that friendship there was just so genuine. It was just awesome to see. And they're sharing a beer there. Just like everybody sitting at their couch would love to be Marty Smith right there. And, and he didn't make you jealous about it in a bad way. He made you like, man, that's awesome. Marty, you know, Marty's one of us. Well, hopefully, have you guys reached out to Marty yet? See if you can get him on your podcast. He, he's not. He's on the list, but... Uh, okay. We, we got to get the uh, 15 pound test line off of that. We're, we're just with the eight pound right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do to help you guys out. Cause I'm oh, sure that would be amazing. He would, he would definitely enjoy hanging out with you guys. I can tell you that I hung out with Marty the entire doubleheader race weekend. Cause there was no one else here uh, except for Marty inside of a trailer. Um, it, like basically in the grandstand parking lot was where he was uh, shacked up for about three days. So that's funny. Uh, so in doing the research for Hold this up, one, before, before JJ, before JJ goes, just to let everybody know, JJ has been on PTO because he's been hunting for the last week. Um, this is episode number eight that we've recorded. And this is the first one he's been on. So feel very, feel very, very, there's take some pride in that, that JJ decided to join your podcast. This, this Welcome might, JJ. <laughs> they're recording on Friday and I'm on PTO Friday again. So this may be the only, the only podcast. <laughs> Season four includes JJ one episode. Have you had any success? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got I got one uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, so spent most of the week working. So you had no excuse to miss the other ones. Like no, you, you were done on Tuesday. Three on Friday afternoon. It sounds Listen, like you weren't the work. The work starts after you shoot the deer. All right, so. <laughs> JJ, and, what you and, don't know is that we've been on the seven other episodes as well. We just <laughs> <laughs> I, I said I, I I jumped on the tail end of the last one just as kind of a joke, and I I feel like a guest on my own podcast. So <laughs> like, but <laughs> anyway, um, in your Twitter bio, in in your your bio on Anchor, you know, I saw paint schemes mentioned both times. I'm a big paint scheme guy. I know Kevin's a big paint scheme guy. Teal, anyway um let's go let's go around and let's let's what's your favorite all time maybe not the most iconic because it's easy to rattle off the three the 24 all those ones what's your personal favorite whether it ran one race or 10 seasons ryan why don't you kick us off (laughs) well they're gonna give me a hard time but i have to go with the jeff gordon rainbow warrior uh dupont nice and clean not the not when he went to the flames with the double arp and all that nonsense but the nice dupont rainbow warrior car was definitely my favorite I think Mr. Teal would respect that one. I know he's a big, uh, big Jeff Gordon fan. As he oh, he's leaves, going to get him, yeah. Oh yeah. He was so disgusted by that answer. He just had to, he <laughs> had to going, run. He had to get out of here. He's going to get. He's going to get his podcast. He's, he's like first cranberry up. sauce. Now he's a Jeff Gordon fan. <laughs> there, That's, there, there it is. is. <laughs> yep. Yep. Live model. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I'll I'll tell you my favorite, and I usually go for the most ridiculous looking car out there or the sponsor that's like the goofiest like there was like a hellman's uh garlic mayo sponsor uh, earlier this year that i love there was like a the fat boy ice cream sandwich uh was a sponsor of i think cole custer this year uh, um so i i always try to go for just the goofiest one but the one that i i like the most probably was the tide car it was like a the orange bullseye I, I think it was Ricky Craven or it was like, I think the number 32 car. I might be wrong yep. about that, but I remember watching that car. Like, that, is a, there. Was Ricky. <laughs> that is a goofy looking car and I love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> you couldn't miss that car. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. It, it stood out. Exactly. Yeah. 
we'll go uh let's see next dylan what's your i mean you're you're not a big fan so i want to hear you know <laughs> what's your what's your favorite pain scheme and just make one up if you don't know one no yeah yeah so and i was thinking about it you know because mine's going to be something from probably this year and you know i i like similar to connor i like any goofy kind of out there one so anyone that has like a wild gradient on it or like an actual full-blown landscape picture where there's like details in it I, those always make me laugh uh or like one that's like incredibly clean and simple in like one color across so like i kind of like the the monster number one car the kurt bush that one always is nice for me because it's just that matte black cars uh good but uh, one that we talked about on one of our shows, the Bubba Watson vote one this year was super cool to see that uh, DoorDash um, vote giant hood car for me was was cool. Bubba Wallace, not Watson. Yeah, Bubba Wallace. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Bubba I Watson. Remember. I wasn't going to care. <laughs> recorded the golf podcast earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this? Green <laughs> driver with the car. Is that? Wait, wait a second. Dave. <laughs> Dave, who's, uh, what's, your, what's your paint scheme? For me, all time, man, it's probably just Dale Jr.'s like classic red and black bud car. Yeah, uh, I saw him win in that at Richmond. It's the one time I saw him win. If I'm not going with his just standard red and black eight, which I love, uh, that car he won at Daytona with like the white sides. Like if we're going with an alternate Dale Jr. scheme, that was a super cool looking um, junior car that and we had a flag hanging in the house. I mean, so that was one I saw a lot. But Junior's traditional scheme, I mean, I remember talking to Garrett about it. It must have been a year before he switched to the 88. And just talking about, man, you know, it's great to root for a guy who's always going to run the same number with the same sponsor. You know, the Bud 8 is just always the jacket I'm going to wear. And like within two years, I had a Mountain Dew 88 jacket and was very confused. But (laughs) (laughs) that red and black 8 is is always my favorite looking car. Nice. Garrett, what about you? Well, I mean, all time, you said I can't pick Earnhardt. It's definitely Earnhardt, but I won't pick that. Um, <laughs> I, I love all oil sponsorships. So like the old Valvoline, Buddy Baker cars, uh, the Havoline, Davy Allison. But I'm going to give you one that, that we've never mentioned on the show uh, that I really, really love. And it's the old Morgan McClure, number four, Kodak, Ernie Irvin, Sterling Martin car, that yellow car with the Kodak mm-hmm. on the side. Uh, that was just a cool car that I loved, and, and I love the number four. And, and Morgan McClure was out of Virginia, so uh, that one hits a lot of boxes for me, or checks a lot of boxes for me. Well, um, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you guys on. Um, and uh, uh, you know, from our perspective, right, we wanted to do this. We wanted to recognize great NASCAR fan podcasts out there um, because, believe it or not, you're promoting the sport. We, we're promoters, right? That's what we do. Um, so, thank you guys for what you guys continue to do. Uh, keep it going. Like I said, you've already named, made a name for yourself. Um, and the other thing I was trying to do when I was looking for my phone was this email and it took a little bit of time to get up. But uh, I reached out to a couple of the NASCAR influencers, Gluck and Pockers and a couple others. And um, Jeff Gluck reached out to Nate Ryan because he saw a tweet that you guys had just recently put up and Nate shared it. Um, and Nate said this about you. He said, it's the best fan podcast he's done. And they are absolutely one of the best. So um, you guys are crushing it. So thank you guys for doing that. And um, on top of that, we want to see you um, at Pocono this year. So, Christy, let them know what's going on. Oh, okay. Um, Well, I think what Kevin's alluding to is we would like to give each one of you, and I'm assuming a plus one as well, uh, free tickets to the 2021 NASCAR doubleheader for all of you guys. And do you also, the other question, do you guys do giveaways on your podcast or anything like that? 
Oh, yeah. Perfect. And then we'll throw in more tickets for your fan base um, so that you can do giveaways for them as well. Oh, awesome. That's awesome. That is been on stipulation. <laughs> There's one stipulation to this. All right. So as we've talked to seven other podcasters, we've got most of them to buy in. We're going to do in fanfare kind of a NASCAR amateur fan podcast where you guys can do a live show. You guys are responsible for getting your own guests on. All the equipment will be there. We'll tell you what time your time slot is. You guys have to do a live show in fanfare. Is that cool? We're in. Uh, are coolers said- allowed in fanfare? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you said have to. I think you may get to. Does this come with a camping spot that you guys mentioned in the infield? Yeah. Uh, you- <laughs> work on a two-year trailer or two over it. from it. <laughs> we'll work. We'll work on trying to get you guys a camp spot for sure, man. Uh, they're 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 really hard to come by for this doubleheader. Um, even right now, uh, camping is a. It's it's still booming for us and and um, you know COVID aside we were we were trending in March to be sold out in the infield so if there's a camping spot available and we can comp you one we'll do our damnedest to get it for you but uh, no promises there but we'll still give you tickets how about that it's for there now, man and we can throw start. you some money for it that could work too so you know. there we go there we go and you guys it, unfortunately you're not going to get a you know a, a, a your your podcast on the top of a car or anything like that but you know we'll put you in a nice spot and you guys can throw a flag well, hey now we'll see when drivers uh need a deck lip sponsor <laughs> yeah. that, okay leave that up to us <laughs> we've got a very small budget but we won't save it up <laughs> i feel like these guys are going to sponsor half the arca field if they get a camping <laughs> kevin i do got to acknowledge what nate said that that means a lot to us nate is just incredible what he does um and it's also funny that you mentioned Jeff Gluck because we are actually going to have Jeff on for a special Christmas episode here in a couple Ooh. weeks. We have not told that to anybody, so uh, you guys. Oh, uh, breaking news! Yeah, yep, yeah. Uh, we're very pumped for that one. Good, good guys. Um, you guys have a great night. Thanks again. We'll be in touch about the <laughs> tickets, and uh, we'll see you up here in Pennsylvania um, in a couple of months, six months from now. So you guys have a great night. Thanks again for all you do. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Well, appreciate it. Thank you. Um, those guys, we need to get them a camping spot because yeah, that would be the part. That's the party we need to go to. I think I'll, I've seen them in the infield before. They say they say they haven't been a Pocono, but I've seen those guys before. Yeah, <laughs> they've had. They're a blast. I would enjoy an ice cold bush beer at the end of the day with those fellas. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I was gonna say we know where to find you on that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me. <laughs> it's gonna. Go ahead, no, I'm done. <laughs> no i was just gonna say i think I, I made this comment earlier um in one of the episodes that jj wasn't on and i think jj will agree but like if i wasn't working at pocono and i was still as big of a nascar fan as i would be like that would be me that's exactly what i'd be doing is what those guys are doing so i'm kind of i'm kind of uh it's cool to see like and like these podcasts you know they're another new podcast they're popping up left and right these fan podcasts and they're legit it's, these guys really want to talk about nascar and really want to um, make it legit and make it sound right. You know, we don't know any of these podcaster podcasters before we get started. They pop up in the Zoom. They pop up with their video. We're like, holy crap, another young one. I mean, I, they're doing it right. I mean, to get those guests on, they've only done nine episodes. Um, yeah. And they've had some of this sport's most biggest names. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're a fantastic bunch of guys. And I look forward to seeing them in June for sure. Right. We, we've done that twice where we've started a show. I'm like, I think this is going to be a little bit of an older, uh, older group of guys. And then they pop on. You're like, man, they're, they're not even 30 yet. So um, it's been really cool to see. <laughs> I think about this podcast is that they're taking it one step further and they've even been a sponsor on a car. Yeah. 
I haven't heard of a podcast to ever do that except for maybe Barstool, but, and they're an amateur podcast. Like you said, nine episodes in, and then they're already on the, the hood of a NASCAR. Like, Boy, that's crazy. I'm glad, I'm glad you didn't say that to our friend, Mike Davis, when he was on the last episode, because he'd be like, we sponsored the whole car. The whole <laughs> yeah. Thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. I think, I think the fact that they're doing this and continue to push forward with that, I wouldn't be surprised if they're coming up to Pocono, they're on somebody's car. I mean, they're going to be on somebody's car. They know it. Um, As they should if they're there. I, I could, hope so too. We could probably push them in the right direction. I think we might know. Oh, the new sales guy? Can, we, can the new sales guy hook them up? I get them a pit wall. There you go. Hey, JJ, they're willing to spend money. See what, you, see what they want. <laughs> I think okay. one, of them, one of them's in sales, if I remember correctly. And I think Yeah, one of them is. There's Dylan, in mar- Dylan was in marketing. Dave's in sales. Dave's in sales. So hey, Dave, you, chocolate Myers, pop you, bear. You have you have the contact. Send me the send me the contact of the, the, uh, the decision maker, the money man on the old uh, gas and go podcast, and we'll make it happen. What can we what can we put their logo on? Like we got to think about this. <laughs> I just got to say, like if my college can go on a car, I'm pretty sure that's true. These guys can go on a car as well. <laughs> they can. Whole, there's a will. There's a way. <laughs> you know what you pay for uh, for your education, though, correct? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> Um, I, but yeah, I, no, we can I know we can, and I know and I know what they paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> we can uh, we can certainly find them and quite honestly, I think we could probably find all of our podcast friend guests a space of Pokemon Raceway, especially if we're gonna do that fan stage. Yeah. If we're gonna do something like that and they're all gonna be, you know, there and active, I think we could probably find a space where we selfishly promote the Pokemon Raceway podcast. Of course. But also but also promote all the folks who have been on it. And give them a little bit of a thank you and something cool out of it. That's the whole purpose of what this deal is about. So, again, go back and listen to the ones if you haven't listened to them. We have, a, I think, at least one more, if not two more episodes left this season. Um, JJ may be on, may not be on. We will see. Um, but because you are on, JJ, what do people need to do? We need everyone to go ahead and like, rate, review, comment. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. And we'll do our best to make it better for next time. It might not happen, but we'll try. (laughs) See you all in the next one. Have a great night, guys.